We're in the Ein Yaakov Shir, and we are at entry Ches in Ein Yaakov. We are right in the middle of a lengthy sugya on what happens if you are a Baal Gaiva. This is the place where you acquire your bittel, right here in Saita. Where do we hear the Gase Ruach, the Gase Ruach, the Gaiva? How do we know it's Aser? So we've talked a lot in the prior Gemaras, we're going to talk a lot in the next few Gemaras about how it's going to ruin your life, about how it's going to make things very bad for you. But who says it's Aser? Maybe it's Mutter and it's just a bad decision, you know? Who says it's Aser? Amar Rava, Amar Iziri, he said in the name of him, Mehacha, we learned it from here. Shimu v'azinu al-tikbo. It says in Yermio, Shimu, listen up, Hazinu, listen carefully, al-tikbo, don't be a Balgaiva. So it's Yermio. Yermio says, listen, don't be a Balgaiva. That's an Azara, it's an Iser. Rav Nachmer Yitzchak, Amar Mehacha, Rav Nachmer Yitzchak has a different mucker. He says it's from Ram, so we have a Pasuk that says, you'll raise up your heart really big and then you'll forget Hashem. And another Pasuk that says, be very careful not to forget Hashem. And he says, those words, Hishamer, Pen, and Al in the Torah, if you ever see them, put a big stop sign there. That always means Alaisase. So if we, let's just reconstruct what Rav Nachman Beyitzchak's Svar is. We have, it's a three part Svar. If you are a Balgaiva, you will come to forget God. Are you allowed to forget God? Let's see. It says, Be very careful not to forget. Hishamer means it's a lav. So if it's a lav to forget Hashem, and if the thing that makes you forget Hashem is Gaiva, then it would be, by extension, a lav to be a Balgaiva. Okay. Is it a lav to be a Balgaiva? Lehalacha. Cool question. Almost nobody thinks so. Almost nobody thinks so. The, the Ramam does not include it in his list. Um, uh, the Chinuch don't include, doesn't include it in its list. The only one who counts mitzvahs who includes this lav is the smag. And the smag, very famously, that's why I pause, because the Rebbe mentions it in a bunch of sichas. The smag includes it in his, in his introduction. The smag, when he counts up mitzvahs, in his intro, he tells the story of how he included it, and it's fantastic. He wasn't going to include it. He was going to be just like the Rambam and the Chinuch. He wasn't going to include Gaiva in his list of the 613 commandments. So he finished his entire book. He was about to send it out, I guess. He finished. He says, he writes in his intro, I finished my book. I've closed it. I was done writing the 613. And I went to bed. And that night, I was shown in a dream. In a dream, they told me, you You forgot the Iker. You forgot the most important thing in your book. Imagine you finish a book. You left out the most important thing in the entire book. So he wakes up and he starts racking his brains, he says in his introduction. What was I missing? Huh? They didn't tell him what it was, which is very important, by the way, that they didn't tell him what it was. Because the Rebbe asks in a Sicha, since when is Torah The Torah is not allowed to tell you. God's not allowed to tell you in a dream that you miswrote a Chiddush. If God tells you that, ignore him. God, he wasn't told in a dream that he got the Chiddush wrong. He was told in a dream he was missing something and not what he was missing. So he starts racking his brains. Torah I got to figure it out myself. So he thinks, things, thinks. He goes, ah, I forgot Gassus. And he puts it in entry number 60. Four, because you're allowed to have a shminus of a shminus. So he puts it in a... Huh? He doesn't say what he took out, but he clearly took something out because he says he was done with 613. So he clearly took something out. We don't know what he took out. Because that is, we, we learned that you're allowed to have an eighth of an eighth, a shminish of a shminish of gaiva. So he puts it in, love number 64. You'll find it there. If you look in the intro to the smog, you'll see this whole story. In that same sikha where the Rebbe explains the Terah Lebeshmaim, he thing, by the way, if you want to look it up, that is in Teres Menachem, volume 9, page 117, the Rebbe says, he gives a whole discussion about what it means, you can become a Balgaiv and forget Hashem, and then at the end of this long sort of meandering sikha, he pauses and he says, everybody who's going after the shuls, I want you to chaza the sikha I just said, and I can't read the Rebbe's mind, and I certainly can't read the Rebbe's room, I wasn't there, but I'm almost certain that he looked around the room and saw that nobody had followed that sikha, because then he says, I want you all to chaza this in the shul, 
Rachel, let me just give you the simple version. And he gives the simple version of what he just said over again for them so that they have something to chazer when they go out to the shuls. He re-says it. And he says, the Ikra, I want to make sure that you tell everybody, not just cinema, that the whole world hears about this Pasuk. Is that somebody who forgets God? Where does that come from? How does somebody, if you hear all the time, people, they were from, things were going fine, and suddenly they either fall off the wagon or they start doing Avedas. I think we all have had that experience to some degree or another where we're doing great and then suddenly we're not doing great. And how did that happen? I was doing fine. There are moments where you say, I can't imagine I could possibly be shaykh to an Aveda. And then there are moments where you say, I can't imagine I was ever shaykh to a mitzvah. I mean, that's life. So how, how, how do you end up, how do you end up dropping like that? And some people, they drop off completely. How does that happen? That happens because Ram The only reason why the Torah tells us if you're forgetting about God, it's because there was an ego problem, specifically a lack of bittel, specifically in his lush and a lack of Kabbalah's oil. The moment Kabbalah's oil falls away, that the Torah promises you that if you don't have Kabbalah's oil, you'll end up So when people go, I don't know why suddenly I'm not I'm not relating to davening anymore. I don't know why suddenly I don't feel it. I don't know why suddenly I'm struggling. I don't know why suddenly that guy's struggling. The Rebbe says the answer is in a pasuk. It's in Chumash. You became a Matthias, You became an egotist. You uh, you you didn't have bittel, or you weren't uh, you weren't you didn't have Kabbalah's oil. Those these are the reasons why The Rebbe wanted this hazard in shuls. Going back to what we said earlier, that the Ram and the Chinuch don't include this mitzvah on their list of leisa says, the question is, why not? It was, it was good enough that the Smag needed to include it. He got a nevoah. Why don't, something like a nevoah. Why don't they include it? There are several answers that are brought in the Achrenim. One answer is that the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah in Sherish 4, he has a claw, which would be really good for you guys to know for Yeshiva. You'll impress anybody who's here. People don't know the Sherishim of the Mitzvahs in Sefer Mitzvah of Rambam. Nobody learns them, or most people don't learn them. One of his Sherishim is, one of his rules are that he does not count any lavin that the entire Torah is built on. If he finds a lav that he feels is a basis for the entire Torah, he doesn't include it on his list, and it's mistama possible, mistama, it's possible that Rambam considers Gaiva so important because of everything we're talking about here, not, you know, having a, having a basic sense of bittel to God, and not considering yourself a God, you know, considering... Hmm? Like the market of some people think that Emunas Hashem is a mitzvah and some others know. Right, right, right. It's it, very much al Dachza. The Rambam does not include things like this because he says these are the bases of our faith. So since one of the bases... Huh? Uh, no, Adam pointed out one, whether, whether you have to believe in Hashem, belief in Hashem, belief in God. There's a big machlik at the beginning of Hamanus Elikos and Tzemach Tzedek. He brings all the Minoi Mitzvahs and most of them don't count Amuna as a Mitzvah. Uh, and Mistama because of the same Sherish that I believe that they say in, I believe the the, says in Tzemach Tzedek too. Since Amuna, belief in God is the basis of all of the Mitzvahs, you can't really count it. So uh, Amuna, I forget Tshuva, because uh, there's multiple days in Tshuva, but the one, whoever doesn't hold Tshuva, I think Ramam does hold Tshuva as a mitzvah, but I think the Chinuch doesn't. Whoever doesn't, we use the same Svara for Tshuva, saying Tshuva is a basis of the whole Torah. It's how you fix mitzvahs, it's not a mitzvah. You'll find this, um, you'll find all of this in Derech Mitzvah by the way. The, the Tamach Tzedek really kachs in these inyanim, or at least, you know, makes us kach in these inyanim by reading about them. Uh, another possibility is really interesting up here is if you look in our Gemara, where is the mucker for, uh, for there being an Isser for Gases of Ruach as a lav? Uh, Rava says that it's from Shimu Bazinu Atikbo. That's in Yermio. That's not in Chumash. So one possibility is that Rambam and Chinuch and everybody holds like Rava. doesn't hold like Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman has a Pasuk in Chumash. Rava has a Pasuk in Yermio. We don't take Yermio and turn that into one of the 613. That's from Nach. You can't count mitzvahs from there. So that's another approach that's taken. The Rebbe himself has an approach in Teres Menachem. Since the Rebbe has an approach, I'm willing to say it is the right one. So the definitive answer to this question is in Teres Menachem, in that same Sicha. In that same Sicha, the Rebbe says, we see all over the place here in this Sogia, in this Sogia and Seta, that that uh, Gaiva is of Edizara. Gaiva is of Edizara. Edizara was already counted. There's no need to count it twice. That's the Rebbe's answer. 
How much time do we but have? Also, we have another second. You're right. And, and listen to the shir like three times ago, and we talked about the Val Shem Tov in that Indian. There's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting answer to that question, too. No time for it now. Um, we just said here that... Uh, that anytime you see in the terror of the word Hishamer, Pen, or Al, you know for sure you're dealing with a Laisase. The Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, he loves this. He uses it about a thousand times in Lukute Levi Yitzchak in order to prove various things when he's trying to mix names together. One of the places that he does this is in the name Pinchas. He says, how do you know Pinchas was a complete connection of Chesed and Gevura, a, a, a perfect person who was perfectly balanced with kindness and stringency? How do you know? Because the word Pinchas. Chas is from the Lashon Chas Dal. Chas Dalid, somebody who helps somebody who's poor. The word Chas is used in Kabbalah all the time to signify Chesed. The word Chesed itself is supposed to be Chas, Chas, chas for Dalin, people who worry about people who are poor. So the Chas in Pinchas means Chesed. What did, why does Pen mean Gevura? Quotes our Gemara. Pen is a Lashon of Eleisase. He does things like this for like every name. Why? Goes, why Pen is Lashon? Because it says here in the Torah that every, it says here in the Seita that every time you see in the in the Torah Hishamer Pen or Al, that always uh, means it's Eleisase. Pen means lest. Don't like don't do this lest you'll do that right pen so uh, so Levi Yitzchak uses this to uh, to explain how Pinchas was a perfect balance of Gevura and Chesed. Wow. The uh, mimer from the Rebbe Reishisari says Sechem, which you should learn. It's an Avedic mimer. It's from uh, Tavshin Chavtes. There, the Rebbe says that these words Pen Ve'Al Hishamer. You might remember them from a part of Tefillah. They're all over the second paragraph of Kriyshma, and that second paragraph of Kriyshma talks about how much we need to love Hashem. However, it uses it with Lashenus of Hishamer Pen Ve'Al, and the Rebbe says this demonstrates that even the Ahava that shows up in the second paragraph of Kriyshma is all about Yira. The order of Kriyshma is yeah. that the first paragraph is Ava, and the second paragraph is Yira. And the dead giveaway is that all of these. Say languages keep on showing up in there. Third paragraph, and normally we associate Emes with the Emes of and we just skip the third paragraph in Chassidus. I don't mean we skip it, Chas V'Shalom. But when we're talking about the Seder for Tefillah, we usually say that the beginning is, uh, you have Ava, Yira, and then if you want Teru, you get that from Emes V'Yatziv, and we, we almost never talk about the third paragraph. Uh, in the Rebbe's Mimer on, oh shoot, it's, um, Dear Maschil is the one from Parshas A. Where you list that mimer, which is the most avedic mimer that Rebbe ever put together, I think it's not muga, and he goes from the beginning in your entire seder, from the beginning of your day to the end of your day. How an oved is an oved, and it's just it's 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 a mimer to know. If there's a mimer to know among all my marim, I think that one. I can't remember the demaska, but I think it's one to know. And uh, in that mimer, he says that that paragraph is for mitzvahs. So it goes in order of Ava, Yira, Mitzvah, because that's Sitzis, and then afterwards MSV Yatsev is about Teira. So Ava, Yira, Mitzvah, Teira. Um, but usually not part of the Ava, Yira, Tferes, uh, Chesed, Gvor, Tferes. It's usually not that third paragraph doesn't get put in the right order ever, because uh, we do Mitzvahs after Davin. <laughs> we don't, so even though we Davin in that order, all of Chesed seems to take that third paragraph, assign a value to it, usually Mitzvah, and say, yeah, we'll do it later. And I don't know exactly why. The, the sequence doesn't, the sequence is not satisfying for the third paragraph of Krishma. It's a perpetual, perpetual thorn in my side. But good question. And do see that mime. Okay, that's it for tonight. Thank you all very much. We're in the middle of a paragraph, but it's already 11 minutes. We'll hear the rest of it tomorrow. Thanks.